Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. Good evening. Yes, hello. Alright. So, uh, two weeks ago we talked about Electronica with uh, Shaft's quick and dirty interpretation. Yeah, Last free. week we talked about uh, Electronica, <laughs> about your interpretation. Yes, I went to a special event. They, you know, it was very nice. So what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, you know, we're going to go three for three. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, Greg gets to talk yes, about I, electronic. I finally went in. I went in with, a, uh, you know, my buddy from the studio. And so I got there and I noticed, you know, the construction walls around the Sun Plaza now have grown. So the stage was no longer backed by the old, let's say, the watering pool. Uh, it was pushed way out, kind of where they did the the dance for the high school musical parade thing. Okay, really, so it's, like out in the yeah. like in front of the planners there? Yeah, it's pushed. Yes, yes, it's pushed way out there. Okay. Yeah. So I saw that. Took a little video. Um, you know, walking into the entrance, everything's being projected. I thought, okay, that's kind of cool. And I'm like, wait, there's no dancers. I thought there was dancers. Well, I found found out later where the dancers were. Yeah, they're kind of back in the DJ zone. Which is yeah. fine. That's that's where they should have been for uh, the other one, so it didn't mess up the street during the day. But you know, whatever. Uh, what I did notice compared to what you did, Mike, was uh, I thought they didn't have the Tron preview open, but they did. Except you just go in the back door. One yes. show comes out, other show goes in. Yes, we went in. Right. We went in and out the cycle through the back door as well. Right. Wait, 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 wait. Who told me they went and waited in the preview area and they had to wait there and then go into the show? Not I. I thought one of you. I thought one of you guys said you had to do that. No. All right. Not I. Anyway, so it didn't take very long. We sat in the very front. And very cool preview. Um, did it? Did but, it change your level of excitement for seeing the film? No, I already had a. Um, I already had a huge throbbing yeah. uh, level of excitement for <laughs> okay, so this did, film. It didn't ramp it up for you anymore. No, I, well, okay. quite honestly, I think there's a better preview on the Apple website. You know, the first previews is like, okay, it's Tron. Is it going to be any better? You know, I mean, what is it? D23, we saw the Tron cycle. We yeah. saw some stuff. So finally we saw a preview a while ago that actually tells us there's some kind of story going on here. <laughs> you know, So this particular one, I mean, it had some interesting stuff that I had not had not seen before, but I don't think it's the best of the previews. But it well, has some cool, interesting stuff when the castle kind of looked like Tron, you yeah, know, the inside of the computer or whatever. Uh, those, the, so they opened it up right away with like, oh, this is kind of cool with the three D, three D glasses and all that. So that, that it's a good preview. It, I'm thinking, hopefully, this will be a big hit. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's what I kind of liked about the preview, which kind of. Okay, maybe inspired me a little bit more with it, and I think this is why Mike was looking a little bit more towards the IMAX suddenly, is because we were viewing it with 3D glasses on, and before I, I think I was in the Mike and I were both in the same boat as saying, okay, yeah, we'll go see it, but it's not that big a deal about seeing it 3D or 2D or yeah. you know IMAX or no IMAX. When we actually sat there in the uh, Muppet Theater and had the 3D glasses on and got to actually see the computer world of Tron in 3D. That looked pretty uh, pretty dug on cool. Well, yeah. I, I would have probably saw it in 3D without seeing this preview because I've seen most of the latest Disney stuff that's been in 3D. When I went to see it, I thought, what the hell, why not? You know, see it in 3D. 
um, see what all the hype is, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not necessarily disappointed with 3D or thinking it's all a gimmick or it's, it's going to be short-lived. I like the extra dimensionality it gives. And I like there is, there's not a lot of the stupid, you know, tricks from the 60s or the 50s and 60s and then the 80s and 90s when they just, you know, want to swing stuff in your face. You know, that's for the porn 3D. <laughs> or, or, uh, or Captain EO, right? <laughs> what the? Yeah, Captain EO, exactly. <laughs> but the one thing that is misleading, and I'm, I bet you there's going to be somebody in that theater that goes and sees it in a real theater and says, where's the lights from the back? Where, where's yeah. the wind blowing in my face? Yeah, well, that was something I made the comment <laughs> yes. for. So I am going to be a little disappointed when I go see it at a regular theater. But that's what they call a 4D show, right? Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and all the... Um, all the electronica stuff going around and the 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 bumping music and the people dancing that that was all great and they you know they looked like the Tron people we went over to Flynn's I was surprised at how small Flynn's was yes. considering how big that building is yes. they could have really then that's where I bumped into your nephew was was there and if he hadn't said I'd forgot about Laser Man he says yeah we're gonna go see Laser Man so I found uh, uh, Dave. He was wandering around in there somewhere. That's, I said, Laser Man's going to start in a few minutes. So we went and watched that. And then that actually was very good. It had the crowd pretty excited. I liked Laser Man. Uh, I thought Laser Man yeah. was cool. So I videotaped that. I'll probably put that up in one of my feeds here in a now, day or so. But. Now, when you were watching the show, right? He yes, starts He starts with the single laser in front of him. Yep. And, and you, you put on your, your technical wizardry hat. And you think, okay, that's a laser being projected Come, up from below. Yeah, okay. Coming out of the floor, yeah, no big yes. deal. And he's got mirrors on his hands, right? And he's bending uh, it, the Yeah, it would the, it, that that would seem the logical conclusion, though that yeah. takes a lot of control. Sure. To bend it just the way you want it. Okay, sure. so, okay. so go ahead. Where are you okay, going? but it, now when he when he splits them and he takes the laser off the platform and it, and, it, and, it, and now it looks like he's got Darth Maul's lightsaber. Yes. Kind of. That was a pretty slick effect. I how well, they, I don't I don't think it's so much an effect. I think he's got a laser in his hand. Yes, but they had to shut off the no, laser. No, yeah, no, the, the timing, timing of, of of that transition, I thought, was pretty slick. Well, a lot of it, when he starts kind of, he's kind of doing the uh, the iPad thing or the thing you see on some of the crime shows these days where they got these uh, these panels with pictures on them and they slide them from side to yes, side. Yes, yes. You know, he does all that kind of stuff with the lasers and uh, it's all very exciting, very cool. Uh, I'll probably get a better, better view of it when I watch my video because I was, you know, that's like a five minute show. It's not, that, a, it's not yeah, that long, yeah. Three to five minutes holding a video camera up over the crowd, you know, and it starts seeming longer as the thing gets heavier. Sure. <laughs> thing. I want to say it was close to five minutes or maybe it's four, but it was good. It was... Um, not something I just oh I gotta go see it every night, but you know it was it was no fun. if you're there and you know you're not really engaged in something else it's I think it's worth seeing. No. Yeah, I, I actually think this is much better than uh, Glowfest, uh, and it's Disney related and theme wise. You know they had the guys playing the uh, I guess you would call that um, frisbee. You know like uh, uh, frisbee golf, but yes. they had the like Tron shape. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the, all about that. They had the I, frisbee I golf goal set up there. Yeah. yeah, and the, you know, and all the alcohol flowing, blah blah. And it was cool when you walk through the what's it, what's it the Rec- recognizer recognizer, and it says something. To keep your ID your disc, disc you. with you at all yeah. times. Yeah. yeah, so that that was that's all you know, kind of kind of cool. It's different, it's new. All right, so did they have the little display of 
Tron movie stuff there next to Flynn's? You know, they probably did, but since we went to see the laser guy, and then when we got done with that, we didn't think about going back over there. We went to um, we went to get some free food and then to the beer cart. So, <laughs> Okay. Now, uh, when you went into Flynn's, did you play any of the games? Uh, we literally had walked in. I was taking some videos, saw your nephew. He said it was time, and no. So, so I didn't play any games. All right, so you're talking about this. Ah, uh-huh, so I'm not the only one. <laughs> Apparently, I I'm the only one that played. played and I don't know. You know, there was a lot of people. Uh, was David it? mentioned when he was there earlier. There, you know, you had to wait like an hour to get to the Tron game. Then you know, you wait, and then you're like, nah, it's not worth it. Just no, it's not worth an hour wait to play a video game. But so the, it was crowded. There was no video games that were like open. I didn't see any that were open. Uh, I'd have to relook at my video to to be sure, but. You know, you had to kind of step sideways sometimes to work your way through the crowd. I mean, you could move, but there were a lot of people in there. Now, I w- okay, now, so you talk about the size of the place. Yeah. Thinking about it after the fact, I'm wondering if the size of the place was de- decided by the number of games they could actually come up with. I don't think there's any shortage of games to find. I mean, they, they are out there. But on the other hand, it makes it sort of the size and the imp- intimacy that maybe it's supposed to be in the movie. And since it's a short-lived thing, why make something too large? They're probably renting those machines. Uh, you know, well, it's I'm pretty promotion. sure they're not renting space paranoids. <laughs> you think they own space paranoids? <laughs> okay, well, that move, that game was from the movie. I don't ever remember seeing that game before I went into that Flynn's Arcade. Oh, interesting. I don't know. We, still, we still have a couple of Tron machines that are sitting around the arcade shop, so that's probably just a refurbished Tron machine that's sitting you there. know no, no. well i don't do they still have the the, re, the games and the break areas like they used to that were free or a court no, they... no they don't have those really and since we don't we don't run the arcade anymore it's actually an outside company that takes care of all the arcades on property what arcade what arcade there's only one right star trader there's, there's, the star there's the arcade and see i thought we still had one over at the disneyland hotel oh, yeah I, I forget about okay. the starcade because i walked by there it's a you know it's a shadow it's of his shell huh? shell yeah. sorry shell of his former self yeah, yeah so that's all i really have to say about it it was kind of cool you know had that little aiming light thing you know as you walk through the hollywood uh arch uh, yeah now did you find that the music was not obtrusive like you could still have a conversation are you insane we were standing in line for tron we were we were right where they were handing out the um glasses glasses, you know so there there was a kind of a one of the bases that were holding something else so we couldn't hardly speak we we really uh, decided we'd wait till we got closer to the doors to even say anything it was even while we were sitting we were sitting at award wieners and it was loud enough that where i felt if we sat there talking too long that I would be hoarse but then once we got closer to the uh, music it was impossible when we were walking past Monsters Inc we're like don't even say anything we know where we're going just go really uh, okay because yeah, extremely loud and then I noticed a, the little um, drive up uh, you know like Mel's Diner type thing the end of Lion Club had yeah, yeah. too so it's kind of nice to see some of that stuff used that hasn't been used in a while but okay so let's not beat the dead horses really was just to get the round out. Well, all right, so you just have to give a conclusion. Oh, I think it's good. It's it's a great promotional thing. You know, it's not going to... Hopefully, once the movie's out, I wouldn't think you'd continue to do 
do this? I don't know. My understanding is it goes away like a week before the movie is released. It's like through December 8th. I uh, thought we were going to go mid-December or to the well, end of December. Well, I'm going to look it up right now then. Okay, you do that because that's what I thought I remember hearing. Um, I, now, I don't know. You know you, it's, it's, now, you saw both though. You saw both. Uh, I, I did see both. And it, and it doesn't look like they really require people to hang around anymore for World of Color. And I could hear the Tron thing behind us in World of Color, but we weren't over there, so we couldn't see it. But there is a, a Tron insert into the show uh, at World of Color. I would say the Tron is a better one. It's just my opinion. Okay. But it could be partly because I didn't like all the day glow crap and uh, kind of... <laughs> weird, weird dressed go-go dancers with funny hair and day glow hair. Okay, you know, just I don't know. It seemed very un-Disney. Uh, I'm sure the kids probably loved it. Um, oh, what I was told by it was a quick and dirty something that uh, theme park operations put together, and they basically it was bought. The show show was completely an outside company that somebody in theme park ops just. Uh, said okay signed a contract with and everything and had them come in uh entertainment was none too happy because they weren't quite quite frankly i don't i don't know why they needed it if you know they were anticipating these large crowds and they wanted to hold people there just make sure all the attractions are open maybe you know bring in you know a band or something to play on that little stage even if it's a disney kind of related band i mean i don't know that you really had to do a lot um, because you weren't there that long before they moved you on to the, you know, the next stage of waiting down by um, um, the wharf. In fact, that, I think that would be the worst place. You're you're set up there, and you can see part of the show in a distance. You can hear it. So if there was any surprise, especially when the show was first open, and you you basically was blown for you while you you waited over by the uh, the wharf. But you know. Yeah. All right. This is going to last at least through the first of the year because the the initial announcement from looks like September first says that um, Electronical Transform DCA Friday Saturdays and Sundays this fall Tron fans and families also enjoy the party seven days a week during Thanksgiving week and Christmas week so you know it's going to last at least that long. All right, well, you know it's not it's not too obtrusive. So I didn't see it during the day; I only saw it at night. So I don't know what it. You know how it appears during the day, but I didn't find it too intrusive. And to you know, this again is a Disney overlay. It's not some outside, yeah, day glow thing. Um, so it 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 worked. Though you know, the music I could care less if I heard half that music they were playing. In fact, to tell you the truth, I'm not sure if I recognized anything they were playing. It was just oh, actually, I take that back because they did play Thriller. And I got to say that is <laughs> that is one song that works much better at that kind of volume. Um, I'll give Michael that much that that particular song <laughs> all of the has all the right elements to play at ludicrous uh, speed and, uh, <laughs> and volume because it doesn't distort it's it's just got the right harmonics to the song and that it works really well you can't say that about all songs but uh, uh, but it was played loud and uh, you know practically ear bleeding uh, volume. So. I, I just wonder why uh, that when I visited, I could still have a conversation right there, standing in front of Laser Man. Even oh, we could, Laser Man. I'm saying we were standing, so, we we're standing yeah, at the Laser Man stage. It was like 15 minutes before he came on, and we we're standing there, 
and we could, maybe because of the type of event it was. It was a social event. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised. All right, so let's uh, let's move on. Do you want to get the email out of the way that uh, was a response to the show that you and oh, the, the Disney store? Out? All right, sure. Okay, let me, I'll go ahead and read that one. Hang on a second. I'm, me, I'm the disinterested third party. But Shaft got this. Okay, so he should know what's coming. Yeah, he should. All right. Normally, I write Greg. This is from Carl, the uh, electrical genius engineer guy I always talk about. Uh, normally, I write Greg, but he want not. Okay, I'm picking on. He's was he not on the show yet. I, I, he was not on the show, so I'm I'm addressing this to Mike and Richard. I found your discussion of the Disney Store timely, as they were opening up one of the new stores in Dallas the same week. It was a, a gigantic improvement over what the Disney stores had become, and there was a good bit of eye candy. The, the magic mirror projection, uh, trees, trees yeah. large screen projector video. I, are you going to read with me, or are you just... No, gonna... I'm making sure you read it right, because, you know, you go fast and then start tripping over stuff. And I, I'm a trained you know, professional. So trained, yes, professional, not yet. I, I, what did what did Shafts just mumble? Say so he never got the mail. Oh, there it is. Never mind. Got okay. it. Okay. I it's found in the, the junk mail file. I found the store a bit lacking in things, but that would draw adult collectors. That I found a store a bit lacking in things that would draw adult collectors, such as resin and ceramic figures that they used to have in. Uh, the better Disney stores or like they have in Walt Disney World. Something my friends and I noticed that there was almost nothing related to theme parks in the store. Everything seemed based on movies. Actually, he was talking about World of Disney, not Walt Disney World. Oh, I'm sorry. World of Disney. Thank you. Now, when the... It seems to me when the stores first opened, let's go back in the time machine... You know, let's go fly through the black hole and go back a couple of days. Okay, Mr. Peabody. <laughs> when they first opened, I don't, I can't say that I remember a lot of park-related stuff either. It was a lot of the characters, a lot of movie-related stuff. I don't remember a lot of park stuff. I don't remember a lot of park stuff, but I do remember the adult collector stuff that he was talking about. Usually it was behind the cash register, sales, sure. yes, yes. figurines. I yeah. that. And some of it was uh, somewhat unique. Uh, so okay, um, now Mike and Richard were all were all wet about Jim Corcus's new book. Is that uh, is that what the guy's name is, Corcus? Yeah. Okay. They read a letter about Jim Corcus's new book, The Vault of Walt. In their quick web search, they made it sound like Jim Corcus was some scandal monger. <laughs> the subtitle, unofficial, unauthorized, uncensored. Disney's stories never told may have given you the wrong impression that it was a book full of scandals. And saying, as the saying goes, don't judge a, judge a book by its cover. Jim Corcus is a very serious Disney historian, and the forward to the book was written by Diane Disney, Walt's surviving daughter, and not one that would write a forward for just anyone. She told, uh, she told about things she learned from Jim Corcus. Jim started interviewing Disney artists when he was 14 years old. He lived in Glendale and has worked in several capacities for the Disney company, including training at Walt Disney World. Jim does spend a lot of time with Lou Pixie Desmongello and has been on a number of his shows, and frankly, some of Lou's best shows have had Jim Corcus on them. I will say that while I enjoyed his book and learned some things I did not otherwise know about Walt, this book is really for the deep 
Walt Disney fan who has read a number of his other books on Walt. Its stated purpose is to cover things not in other books. Jim Corcus gave a highly entertaining talk about when he was a friend of Merlin, he's putting that in quotes, pl- uh, played Merlin in non-Disney speak. I'm not really sure what that yeah, I don't, I don't know what that I think either. anyone interested in Disney would find this interesting. He gave a radio link for WWD Radio. I'm not going to or WDW Radio. I'm not going to give you the full link and go search for it if you want. I uh, said his talk about the Disney Studios was also simply fascinating and all the things he pointed out that most tourists would never notice. Again, WWD. I'm not going to shill for that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Richard. <laughs> okay, now here's where it gets fun. I wish I, I, I can't believe he said these things, but you guys were there. I wasn't, so I'm just reading here. Richard said that Hong Kong Disneyland didn't have a Jungle Cruise in reference to the Jungle Cruise captains from around the world event, Buzz. That came as a pr- surprise like to me <laughs> as I've yeah, it, uh, that came as a surprise to me as I've been on the Hong Kong Disneyland Jungle Cruise. It's a bit different. Imagine, if you will, that the Jungle Cruise took over the rivers of America. There is an island in the middle with Tarzan's treehouse and uh, nothing else you can go on. That would get, let's see, that you get to by the rafts where Tom Sawyer's island would be. Towards the end of the ride, you make a wrong turn, the classic, and then something goes horribly wrong, and go into a fire and water area that has a good effect. The attraction has three queues. One for English, one for Cantonese, dialect used in Hong Kong, and one in Mandarin, dialect used in mainland China. It's kind of done bigger than Disneyland or Walt Disney World's Jungle, but as they say, bigger is not always better. The worst part is that the guides or captains have no comedic timing, at least in English. I wrote it twice just to see if it was any better the second time. They kind of rush through the material and get excited like something is scary. Below is a link to a YouTube video of the attraction. Now, that one I'm going to have to go look at. Uh, Mike and Richard talked about some Disneyland Jungle Cruise. One thing I noticed is that uh, since the 50th anniversary, the spiels on the Disneyland Jungle Cruise have been much better. For a while in the late 1990s, early 2000s, it seemed like there was only one small set of joke puns that kept getting uh, or kept being repeated. But for the last several years... It seems to have a reliable, good captains whenever I've gone, and they don't always tell the same jokes. They are good enough that it makes me want to go on the Jungle Cruise every trip and sometimes multiple times per trip. The captains really make the Jungle Cruise Carl. They do. And I did not know. Mike and I were talking about it, and I was trying to remember uh, if there was a Jungle Cruise, and Mike was looking it up, I think, on on the web to see if if there was a Jungle Cruise. No. You weren't? (laughs) No, I... I don't remember us having doubt. <laughs> oh, it was oh, you an don't absolute? I, I don't know. You'll have to listen. I, I just don't remember us thinking, oh, gee, do they have one? Do they have, I don't know. I, you know, that's... I, I, just, I just couldn't remember. I, 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 the, the subject came up because we were talking about the uh, uh, Jungle Cruise had a... Uh, in fact, the subject was, is there something that's special about cast members that cast members like? And we were talking about the Jungle Cruise skipper contest, the international skipper contest where they had took uh, skippers from all the different Jungle Cruises from all the Disney parks. And they got to spend a few days over... Two from our park... They got to spend a couple of days over in Tokyo Disneyland, where they all kind of competed with each other on who was the best skipper out of all the Jungle Cruises. And 
I think Mike asked from Hon- if there was one from Hong Kong. I I don't know. I couldn't remember if there was a Jungle Cruise there or not. I'm kind of surprised. Didn't we talk to Joel once on our show about his trips? Now we talked to Jeff about his trips, and I don't think Jeff had been to Hong Kong, but I do distinctly remember talking about uh, the Jungle Cruise in Hong Kong with someone and looking at pictures because the river is, quite frankly, huge, uh, especially compared to ours. And like they said, it's like kind of like having uh, the Rivers of America as a Jungle Cruise, so they're very big, uh, yeah. very wide. Um, and for whatever, for some God knows reason, my video will not pause as I'm watching on YouTube, so I had to. Maybe so uh, don't watch it. I squashed the volume. So sorry. Maybe part of it was if they're so bad on the comedic timing, maybe Hong Kong just didn't send any skippers this last year. Well, and and who knows? Well, you know what's funny is, I um, when I was at Disney World for the first time in 19 years in 2005, the Hong Kong people were training. And at, at Disney World, and that they're the ones that let uh, Vincent drive the Jungle Cruise. Probably something that was totally uh, incorrect for them to do and shoot the gun. But you know, there it's just a uh, sound electronic thing, yeah. Device, anyways. But they were funny in how enthusiastic they were, and how you know their English was good, but you know, obviously not their first language. So that kind of made it funny uh, to me. Now, if their voice, if their mouth wouldn't have matched their voice, that would have been even funnier. But very few people can do that. Uh, uh, very, you know, realistically, uh, that one black comedian that used to be on the what was it? Those those cop shows, those cops booths. Oh yeah, police Again, academy. Oh, police the academies. the the guy that made the noise, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he could do that where it looks he like he's excellent on that. The, yeah. yeah. Um, but regardless, yeah. So, yeah, they do have a Jungle Cruise. So now you know. Now you've been corrected yet again um, by one of our listeners. But that's okay. I know you don't really scour the web, Richard, for, you know, things about this. Hey, you know, we've talked about it before. I try to leave it behind when I come yeah, home. Yeah, I'll fat it so. Oh, and by the way, by, Mike by and the I way, know years that we both worked there at the same time. You never leave it at home. But by yeah. the way, uh, your question, friend of Merlin, anybody that does the Merlin character, the face character, that's what they refer to themselves as a friend of Merlin. Okay, because it was wow. starting to sound like a friend of Dorothy. Yeah, yeah, I know. I knew your brain was no, going because, there <laughs> because you don't say you don't say I'm the character. You don't say you're Merlin, right? Yeah. But I'm a friend of him. Okay, so. nice. All right. All right. So, so uh, oh, and just and just to put it in because you were, I think uh, Mike and I. He says we go, we're a little hard on Jim Corgus. When we looked him up, I hadn't heard the name, and I'm still not familiar with the name. Quite honest, he was associated but with uh, who was he associated? All, all, all the sites when we were Jim Hill Media. Him, that's Jim that's why we were busting on Al and uh, Al Putz. Al, I mean Al Lutz. So, uh, yeah, so that's why we were, we were just, you know, instant yeah. association. We, we kind of backed off from the whole thing there. So if, he, if he's as he's, – he's, he's, Carl's absolutely right. If, the, if uh, Diane Disney's putting a uh, uh, forward in his book, she does, won't be doing that just for anybody. And that puts a huge feather in his cap. But it was just the association with Jim Hill and uh, Al Lutz that kind of – turned us off instantly on it. I'm wondering if Jim Hill got his start because of Jim Corcus. 
because I'm looking at the Jim all the Jim Corcus listings on the Jim Hill Media, and there's a lot of stuff here. And when we go, when we're done with the show, I'll, I, I'm not sure if I told you something I heard about Jim Hill before, but I'm not going to repeat it on air sure. just in case that's not exactly accurate. Gotcha. But when I heard this, I'm like, oh my god, you know. Yeah. So, but apparently, Jim Corcus ended his association with Jim Hill uh, seven years ago. Oh really? Yeah. Well, how do you how do you know that? Because I looked him up. I just typed oh, it, I just typed yeah, Jim Corcus, and it took me to Jim Hill Media. And the last entry is nine sixteen two thousand three by Jim Hill, and it's and it's a, a must be a show uh, or a blog or whatever. It says Jim Corcus leaving Jim Hill Media dot com. Sad but true, folks. Please read all the depressing details here. Yeah, I remember that we we mentioned that one too uh, when we were talking about the show that there was. That he was leaving that well, might might be depressing to Jim, but um, or Jim Hill, but maybe not to to Corcus. So, I mean, people. I mean, people leave each other's shows or association. It's not always bad, but you know, it's possible that uh, Corcus needed to distance himself from. Uh, uh, Hill. Anyway, Who knows? Anyway, but, so you know, don't really care. So when, when when I first typed his name in there and it came up with Jim Hill Media, it's like oh right away, okay. Yeah, I don't know how many you know. It's hard for me to believe that you could write another book and not and be original. I mean, how many biographies of Walt are there? And sometimes there's slight variations of the same stories, but it's hard for me to believe this guy's got a whole new angle. You know? Yeah, some take that we all haven't seen yet. Well, but but who knows? I picked up one of the last books. I don't think it was one by him. Uh, oh, I got it digitally i was listening to it when i was working but since i've worked i've listened in a long time and it was good i mean it went into a lot of his uh, childhood that uh, you know we've all heard he's grew up here or grew up there and did this but it went into a little more detail in some of the uh some of the things but regardless this okay so we've been uh, or i should say you guys have been corrected um so moving on what's the uh, next thing we wanted to do here all right, well, we have this email with three suggestions. I like the zombie one. <laughs> That's the one that I like, too. <laughs> uh, well, is that the one you want to go through? Do you want to do the sure. zombie one? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll read it for you. All right, we got a, a, an email from a guy who signs his names, signs his emails as Richest Man in Babylon. I have no idea where he's from. Don't know his real name. He said his three show ideas. I'm going to read the second of the three. Zombies are attacking Walt Disney World. Mice cast hosts awaken from a deep slumber. They find themselves at the entrance to Bistro de Paris in Epcot. Large numbers of zombies are slowly that, entering. That's scary enough right there. <laughs> Bistro de Paris. <laughs> are slowly entering at all ticket entrances. They're eating cast members and destroying everything within reach. The mice cast hosts must play along and strategize the best way to survive the hordes of undead. You must survive the night. As the rescue chopper won't arrive until dawn, where will the chopper land and how will it be signaled? All right. So I was thinking we might need to lay a few more groundwork boundaries. I mean, are we yeah. staying? Are, are we working together? Are we going out individually? Are we, no, okay, I say we, we gang up, throw Greg to we, the zombies, we take off. Don't have to, I don't have to run faster than the bear. I just have to run faster than you. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, I don't know. It kind of makes me think we would work together. The mice yes, cast must play along and strategize the best yes, way. Yes, I think so too. But we're are we now we're we're staying in Epcot. 
I guess, or well, it says Walt Disney World, but it's Epcot, and they're all well, coming we, in the ticket entrances, so... Yeah, we... It would make me think you're stuck in Epcot. Um, I, I would uh, think so, are, too. Well, they are, they are attacking Walt Disney World, but you, yeah, you wake uh, at Bistro de Paris. Um, you know, if they're coming in all the ticket entries, it's... I mean, I know there's backstage areas to get out, of course. Correct. Uh, Quite frankly, my thought at the very um, of how to get out would be that zombies don't swim. Yes. Yeah, that's, so you get out point. into the illuminations. Yes. Uh, you know, lake and. That's the same you, thought you I know, had. That's my you, thought too. Get a boat and just drive out in the middle of the water there. You you would turn on you know illuminations and burn the hell out of some of them and light them on fire and send firecrackers and sparklers their way and. Uh, I don't know. Maybe turning on the music might be enough to, you know. Well, I'll, yeah. I also had the. Uh, I had two ideas. One is if they're coming in the ticket entrances, you can drop the bridges. Um, you know the bridge uh, over by between UK and France. You can drop that bridge, <laughs> right? Seal off how, that how, end. How, how would you do that, though? I don't know. Ram a friendship into it. I, I don't know. Uh, or, no, take, or take or take or take some of the take some of the uh, illuminations fireworks and blow the bridge, and then and then the you could, you could, you could take the fire barge over there and just you yeah, know. and then yeah. and then raise the drawbridge at the other end over by yeah, uh, China. But, you know, they, they still might. They're coming in the ticketed entries. I, I would think. Let's say you cut that off. They might go back out, get their hand stamped, go down <laughs> to the bridge uh, that takes you to from. Or, or they just might take a, a hand that has a stamp on it. Okay. Um, so, I'm talking. so you, you know, they get their hand stamp going out, go down to that, that bridge in front of um, uh, the beach club, go over to the other side, come down that side through the bushes and all that, and they eventually can find their way into the back side. Uh, okay, so are we so they're not just limited to coming in through the ticket? Well, they're, I mean, they're zombies, but they're not stupid. Well, okay, again, that's why I was saying <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. to lay the ground rules. I mean, what what is... Are they guest area allowed only? Yeah, they 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 say they they stay behind the fences because they're not supposed to go past them. I'm I mean I'm thinking of that. What was it? Zombie land? You know, they well, that's shots see, to the head. You know, you know. Well, there's a whole there's a canal all the way around the backside of Epcot too. So, okay. Do I need to pull up uh, Google Earth now? Yes, to, you do. My my whole thought is just stay on the boat out in the middle of the lake. And have the helicopter hover and just climb up on board the helicopter from there. So yeah, this is easier than we're we're missing something here. Well, I, we're, we're done in know, five I, minutes. I, I, I was being funny that zombies don't swim, but I think eventually, if enough of them keep piling up out there, that they'll just walk all over each other to get there. Yeah. Okay. How deep is a, how deep is? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I have no idea how deep that. Uh... <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> you know how how many zombies deep is it? I mean, do zombies are, do they float like dead people? Right, they're dead, right? They would do they float. Sink? Are they would, floaters I, or sinkers? I would think they would react in the same way any other person would. They float, then they sink, yeah, and then see, they float again, and then they sink again. Twice. I know, he, he didn't really give us enough. Yeah, I know. Detail, so we're just kind of making it up as we go. Of but course. see, I'm just I'm just picturing the end of this with the helicopter, like uh, 
uh, Lost World Jurassic Park, uh, trying to get out of with the rescue helicopter there while you got raptors coming after you. In this case, you got zombies coming after you. Well, zombies move slow, tower. right? Yeah, that's true. Okay, okay, Mike. So even though you talk about this canal, if they got their hand stamp going out the uh, international entrance or whatever that thing's called, there's there. no other entrance. That, the only other entrance hey, is the front gate. Chill. Listen to me. Okay, I'm listening. So they've you, we, you've blown that one bridge. And I've okay. raised the drawbridge on the other end. And you've raised the drawbridge. And I go back out through, is it the international? What do they call that? The international yes, gate? Yes, that is the international gate. gate, yes. Okay, so, and they go over to the bridge I was speaking of. Yeah, I see over it there. Between, yeah, okay, yeah. so then they go through the bushes right there. They can get over the canal, I think, through the bushes and the trees right there. And there's also a little bridge a little farther down behind Paris that they could get over. Um, and behind there's a bridge Paris. right behind um, to the... Is that the, a bridge? Oh, that's the, that looks like a pipe bridge. Okay, they could get over yeah. a pipe bridge. To the east of America, there's a regular footbridge. Yeah, I see that. Okay, and there's one behind uh, Germany. Yeah, I see that too. And and then there's a the parking lot. Yeah, so there are other ways for them to get in. But again, the the parameters haven't been fully defined. You know, you're right, you're saying that they, you know, hand stamp or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's retarded. Right. Why would a hand? Why would a hand stamp no, matter if they're just going to come in through the? You know, uh, I, was, I was being facetious that you know they'd stop and get their hand stamp. Um, now we, you could have a lot of fun by uh, if you could get your hands on one of those uh, speed yachts that you sometimes see them taking guests on. Those high speed yachts that they uh-huh. don't yeah. let you drive; they only let you ride in. Um, it'd also be fun to get in a monorail and drive over zombies that might climb up on the rail. <laughs> do, that was the next it's question. Shocking. Do zombies climb? Uh, yes, yeah, yes, according, to, according to Zombieland. If you have, have you seen? Zombieland? I have not seen Zombieland. I'm, 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 I'm handicapped by you know. It's my, actually kind of funny. You're handicapped looked, by what? My lack my of zomb- my no, my lack of zombie understanding of the oh, okay. of the you're, canon of yes, your lack of zombie knowledge. I got yes. you. Now, if I had my druthers. Because having a druther is, you know, very cool. I would get my get a hold of an Animal Kingdom jeep, a very rugged, you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, device that I could drive over zombies. Um, now let's th- and, and there must be tranquilizer guns and guns of some type over at the Animal Kingdom. I would. Yeah, I would think if I, so. If I get my hands on some of those, get, get that, an elephant gun. We get some target practice. That would be kind of fun. But ultimately. I mean, is, actually, okay, you know, gotta, if you're moving around the property, you'd probably want to get into Bay Lake or Seven Seas Lagoon, where you're you you can get much more isolated. Yes. That you know, how do you get there? Let's say you can, you know, you can get out of Epcot uh, by let's say you they're they're coming in the ticketed entries of Epcot. Let's say, so you're going to go out a non-ticketed entry. You're going to go out through like the parking lot behind um, the castle. Yeah. So, I'm guessing that they're out on the road somewhere. You know, they've attacked Walt Disney World. Somehow, you've got to get to, let's say, Bay Lake is where you want to go. Let's say you want to get onto the Discovery Island. You think that's remote and safe. You know, it's not exactly close to get an Animal Kingdom uh, vehicle. You know, that, that that's a little bit of a trek to get over there, but it's possible. But then again, there might be buses in the parking lot that... You could hijack, yeah. You could hijack, and is a bus, yeah, you know, it'd be okay, but I wouldn't think it'd be as rugged, you know. Plus, it'd be just fun to drive one of those things that, they probably only go like 10 miles an hour, though. Like, a governor's on them, right? What, so, Dis- the, Disney buses? 
No, no, no the animal, ki- the animal kingdom. Uh, oh, you're talking about the the safari, the safari jeeps. Exactly. They probably have a governor on them, so we'd probably want to stay with like one of the buses. But you know, sometimes zombies get dragged along and manage to hold on. And there's a lot of glass to break and get in on something like that. So maybe if you're lucky, you can get on a monorail and take the monorail back to the Magic Kingdom. And then from there, you might have to fight your way to contemporary. Get on a sea racer. It's, yeah, something head out of to that discover. Nature. Worst case, swim over there. You know, if you had to. Yeah. But then again, you know, there's that big area that no one has ever been able to explain to me why it's there inside the Magic Kingdom parking lot. And since zombies aren't always the most intelligent, if they didn't see you enter that little wooded area, they may not come looking for you. I wonder if that's a depression. I wonder if that's a sinkhole or something. It, it might be. I've just, you know, that's one of those things that I've never heard anybody talk about. I mean, you you hear things about the more obscure, like the um, short run, uh, the short landing takeoff runway they had operated for you know a couple of years, but you never hear and you hear about. I supposedly were the I think it was the Venetian Hotel, the one that would have been between the Polynesian and the uh, contemporary. contemporary. Uh-huh. I've heard that that is not stable land. I've heard that through third parties that said they heard it on some other podcast. Uh, so I don't really know uh, for sure because I've never really um, heard absolute that that's what it is uh, I do know for absolute that they didn't finish building uh, actually that wasn't the Venetian because I think the yeah I think it might have been the Asian one was going to be where uh, I think Grand Floridian I think that was yeah because it was like a big a, A-frame shape and then there was supposed to be one up kind of behind um, Space Mountain and I've seen a lot of stuff about uh, they were struggling the economy was struggling they wanted to be friendly to the the neighbors that were running hotels because everybody's you know attendance was down, uh, so they didn't continue to build. But hey, uh, that's another I, show. The Google uh, the yeah. Google Map is very up to date. I'm surprised this picture has shows the bay the Bay Tower finished. You're on uh, Google Map. Oh, yeah, Google. yeah, not yeah, it is. Yeah, it I did shows know. it finished. So when did they finish? Within the last six months? I don't know. I did notice, and I thought when I was over Epcot, that the uh, this picture seems to be a lot more overexposed than the, the last one. It's very... Uh, HDR-ish. Yes. No, not HDR-ish. It just doesn't have a lot of contrast. It's very... It's just washed out in a lot of areas. Um, but now that you say that, when I went up there and looked at the, the tower, which then made me look at... Uh, Fantasyland construction. <laughs> yeah, which really... There's a couple walls. and. But some, you could see some dirt being cleared, though. Yes, you can. You, it, sadly, it's where the show building for 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea used to be. But, yes, you do see stuff going on, which is, so, I guess, good. you know. All right. You know, so, noticing, they, they have room for expansion, right? You know, see where, I wonder what they're doing that for. Look directly to the east of Mickey's Toontown or whatever they call it there. Yeah, Toontown. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I see there. some. It's like they're grading. They maybe they're using this dirt, and it's like almost got a hill with it, just some trees left on top yeah, of it. I see that. This or this might be where they're they're either taking dirt from or bringing dirt in to be used. You know, to be moved around. That might be the, it's right next to a pond too. I see here. Interesting. Yeah, it's hard to tell what it is, but there's like a fence around it. There's some other construction type uh, stuff. 
not uncommon to have you know landfills and or places to bring dirt from because if the dirt's not stable they they gotta pack take, it in yeah yeah they'll 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 cut it down x amount of feet and they'll bring fill dirt in um so yeah it's it could be what that is but anyway so i don't know that's it you know if they, i don't know uh, what I, else to say about well, the zombie land I'm, well, all right so it takes a shot to the head to Make a zombie go down? Is that uh, well? Is that what Zombieland zombie, taught us? Uh, Zombieland told us uh, it's better to, I think, take three shots. Uh, and one to the head is definitely, I think it was three shots. You know, I could actually, uh, I have it right here on Netflix. I could actually tell you that there's a whole little code to, um, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to see it because of um, uh, the main actor. He bugs me sometimes. Woody, Woody Harrelson. Uh-huh. Sometimes he's just, I don't know, it doesn't do for me but he's no coach (laughs) I like this part on Cheers because he was a dumbass Uh, but he's just played some interesting characters and I I think part of it I you know politically I'm not that in tune with him either so I think one of the do you remember when he was what was that what was that movie he was (laughs) in I saw that one that was that actually wasn't too bad what was that movie Uh, was it the cowboy way who is he in that with the What's the cowboy way? I'm thinking. Anyway, there's. He's playing, you know, dumb cowboy, right? I, I'm trying to remember who's at, who was his. With, that's with Keith, Kiefer Sutherland. Was it with Kiefer Sutherland? Thank you. All right. I think so, it was. was that so, Brokeback Mountain? No. No, it was not Brokeback Mountain. It's called the Cowboy <laughs> Way. Yeah, so it's Kiefer Sutherland. So they're they're rodeo dudes. They find themselves in New York, right? Oh, oh for some reason, I was hearing Heath Ledger. Sorry. No. And <laughs> they're yeah and, they they were cha- they were trying to track down somebody that uh, they were in a restaurant ordering steak right and 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 Woody Harrelson orders this steak rare and and the guy asks him well how rare do you want it and he goes knock its horns off wipe its ass and march it in here <laughs> that's how rare he wanted his steak that would be pretty rare <laughs> now, <wouldn't that? laughs> oh yeah um so. Shoot, yeah, I, I'm. I see. It's a fun concept to run from zombies, but you know, if we're well, stuck, if we're yeah, stuck at Disney more World, detail, yeah. well, okay, do we have weapons? Where do we get our weapons? You know, if we wake up in front of Bistro de Paris, what weapons do we have? Knives. That's yeah, and, and why be? Yeah, why be? Well, I guess we could go in and get, uh, you know, knives and things out of the kitchens, right? Yeah, you know, and then you know, we know there's pyrotechnics over. At the okay, so so rule number four is to wear your seatbelt because the zombie never does. <laughs> okay, so because he Something just jammed, he bus. just ran into the wall. Yeah, and you know the zombie goes flying out. Um, oh, then he just shot him with a shotgun. I think a double tap to the head. I think that's. But All you right. never you never just shoot him once because you know. Okay, I'm gonna. Well, they're I'm, already dead. You I'm gonna see really if I can find sure. the list of the rules. Oh yeah, number two, double tap. Are the rules okay? One cardio. <laughs> oh, List you just rules. looked this up. Yes, yeah, there's a wiki entry for it. Okay. Okay. List of yeah, rules: I'm Columbus comes surviving the zombie-infested world. By the end of the film, his list has 33 rules. Only some of them are mentioned. All right. So let's see. Cardio, which means you need to run, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta stay in shape. <laughs> double top, double tap. All right. So that's to beware of bathrooms. Wear oh, seat yeah. belts. Yeah, you you can always get stuck in a bathroom. You, you, it's like that thing when you sit down in a restaurant, and I do this all the time. I don't know why, but partly for the view, but partly to see my exits and my entrances. You want to know the, you know how to get out in a. In a 
Okay. Bad situation. Cast iron skillet is rule number six. So apparently we skip rule number five. So rule number six, cast iron skillet. So I guess we go to the kitchen and get some cast iron skillets. Okay. Uh, Travel light. Get a kick-ass partner. Bounty paper towels. I don't know what that's all about. I forgot what that was. Bowling ball. Must have hit him in the head with the bowling ball. Don't be a hero. Limber up. Avoid strip clubs. (laughs) When in doubt, know your way out. The buddy system, check the back seat. Nice. <laughs> Enjoy the little things, Swiss Army knife and hygiene. Uh, a little yeah, sunscreen. So again, kind of a funny idea here, but I don't really know where to go with this. Uh, um, be kind of an interesting game if someone could put it together, you know, uh, make them 3D models of the Magic Kingdom and the whole Walt Disney World property and apply the zombie rules to, you know, survive. 24 hours before someone could come rescue that that could be fun yeah i need to uh i need to rent this film well, there's that's that's 48 rules they don't put all the rules down in here it's just, if you had netflix for the mere 9.99 a month you could watch it online yeah that'd be awesome yeah it's but, not bad right. i'm not shilling for it anymore because the even though I haven't taken it off my website yet, um, that promotion is no longer running. But it, it's it's I, I dig it. I use it all the time, especially being part of the unemployed. Um, you know, I have time on my hands sometimes to do that. Hmm. All right, so I'm going to have to rent this. Uh, yeah, do that. Maybe we could come back to that when uh, when we have it just it just seemed too easy. When but, we have you know, an understanding of the zombie canon. Yeah, and how many zombies? I mean, are they totally like a horde? They're overrunning all the entrances. You know, you know Maybe our listeners will get back to us, you know. Yeah. What this calls for is this is time for a zombie party. What we need to do is we need to get together, watch this movie, and then do a show re, re going back to this subject using the zombie rules. I couldn't even get you guys together and watch Paranormal Activity. Come on. Right, hey, I'm ready to do it any time. It was the other person that kept bailing. I actually, today, I saw my first film since Toy Story 3 opening day, and I saw Paranormal Activity 2. Yeah, and? Uh, I think the first one was better. Though, you know, Paranormal Activity 2 opened to the largest opening for a horror film in history, I think. Uh, recently, uh, Katrina came home and woke Karen up because she was so scared. Uh, now she said because she went with us again. Seeing it today didn't seem quite as bad as the first night when the theater was full and everybody was reacting to the movie. Um, but it was kind of a backstory, kind of going on at the same time as the other film. So you saw the other characters that things happened to them also, and there were some explanations here and there. So in that regard, it was kind of interesting. And there's always, you know, a good horror film can scare you or startle you. Even if you think you're not scared, you you know, something startling will happen that gets everybody. Um, it's not necessarily scary. It's just startling. But it still was all right. I think the only problem with this one is there was a, there was a known actor or actress in this movie. In the previous one, you didn't know who any of these people were. So you could, you know, possibly buy into it um, for a few weeks until interviews and other things start happening but in this one did you did you guys ever watch jericho jericho sorry no yes yes i did okay uh the girl who was a teacher in jericho from the town next door she was also on 24s the president's daughter i think the second to last season uh she is 
a main character in this film. Uh, by the way, in Epcot, did you look at Epcot? They've got the the Mexican restaurant that they were rehabbing. Yeah, it, it, you can see it's been. And, yeah, yeah uh, not yeah, not yet finished. Yeah, so this is this is pretty a pretty updated map. That's kind of interesting to. I don't know how often they, they take do these this. pictures. Well, I don't think they do. I think it's a you know arrangement with whoever owns the satellite. Exactly. Uh, so moving on, I mean, uh, do we want to end this thing with this bad cover of this the zombie? See, let me read again. The premise of the show, zombies are attacking Walt Disney World. Okay, that's the whole thing. We awake from a deep slumber. I'm not sure why we were in a deep slumber, but we were. Um, Hands between two pillows. <laughs> that's not a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Paris, large, large numbers of zombies are slowly entering all ticket entrances. They're eating cast members and destroying everything within reach. The cast members hosts must play along and strategize the best way to survive the hordes of undead. Okay, now, I could take a cue from Bill Murray and that is do makeup and look like a zombie and walk around you know, glassy-eyed and you know, just having no problems getting on the golf courses these days. You know, uh, that's it's funny. Pretty, it was that's a pretty fun, funny little sequence. They go to Bill Murray's house in in the movie, but again, it doesn't seem like it would be that difficult. Now, have you ever seen Shaun of the Dead? No. <laughs> my my brother-in-law thinks it's one of the funniest movies he's ever seen. It's it's English, so you gotta. You know, try to figure out the English humor in it all, but uh, instead of Dawn of the oh, Dead, Sha- it's yeah, Shaun, Shaun of the Dead. Dead. I, I, I saw that, that was a fun yeah, movie. Uh, yeah, it was all right. Anyway, so you want to move? You want to move on to the last one? And because I don't think there's that much to, you know, we could talk about that without going too deep, well, or we could just save it for the next show. We're, wink, wink. We're, we're at an hour, so why don't we save it? Okay, let's do that. And then maybe after this one was released. Uh, for all we'll of us get. here at MiceCast, for the crew and everybody at MiceCast.com, this is Greg for the MiceCast crew. Good night. No, just kidding. Very nice. It, have you been rehearsing that? No, actually, I have not. But I did do you do say it? Do you say it four or five times a week now? <laughs> no, but you know, uh, not not with MiceCast. You know, it's you know. <laughs> well, it's cool. This is Greg on behalf of insert name here. Yeah, well, <laughs> signing uh, up for on behalf of the KBH, uh, KBCH news team. I'm Greg. You know, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll say goodnight to that. All right. Good night. Good night.